James Cummings is about to tee off, so we better not hold him up, Dino. James, good morning. G'day, Ray. How are you? Yeah, terrific. Where, whereabouts are you? At the lakes? Or? Oh, I'm at, uh, at Mascot. Oh. Uh, it's a cracking day. Yes. Eh? And, uh, you know, everyone's got to have something to take their mind off what they do throughout the week, and uh, I'm hoping that I can somehow get a good round in today, despite everything that's going on, and uh, and, and despite all these... Sh- you know, every time my horses win, <laughs> the, the the committee think it's fair to take shots off my handicap. I don't know if I'm hitting into par fours with a four-iron with no shot on the hole. They're they've, kidding, aren't they? They've got your peg, James, yeah. Well, look, <laughs> you're probably taking your mind off a lot of things yesterday, but obviously the, the question everyone wants to know is, how is Animo, given... The stewards report did mention he was three out of five lame. And uh, have you had a chance to check on on the great horse this morning? Yeah, I've I've, I've, uh, I've, I've looked at him a lot all yesterday afternoon, and uh, it's great that they can uh, you know we've got great great veterinary care straight onto him at the races, which is uh, which is good for not only him but all of the all horses that race. So he was he was examined thoroughly before he got on the float back to Oswald Park. He actually vetted him three times. And right. A couple of to- a couple of those times he thought he was fine, and then the third time he just thought he was a- he was um, he-, he gave Mark Van Gessel that assessment uh, that he was lame. Mm-hmm. Uh, good news was that when he got back to Osborne Park, he did he he was he he'd improved a lot from that three grades out of five lameness that was determined by the club vet, mm-hmm. Dr. Trevor Robson's been vetting horses for for Darley for a hundred years, and uh, and he he thought he was he was about a grade lame back at the farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they they're just going through their rounds at the moment, and uh, and they haven't quite got to him. They'll just go right over him, but they'll give him the best of care, and his his health will come first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but the good news is so far he's improved a lot on that initial assessment that was published last night by the stewards. Uh, fingers crossed, we can see him again in spring. Because I, I said to my co-host Dean Ritchie, Animo is an awesome side in full flight. Flight as we saw yesterday, James, and the crowd responds when they see great horses, as we saw with first the Animo and then Nature Strip in successive races yesterday. Yeah, they're, they're great. They're just great horses, aren't they? And mm. uh, and, it, and it's uh, had a bit of it had a bit of a buzz about it around it yesterday. There was nowhere to hide. All the races were, you know, from from the midway from the halfway point onwards with such strong races, um, and uh, and it was and it was quite, um, you know, it was quite it was quite. Pleasing for us that we could turn up with horses that were not only competitive, but we walked away with three winners on the day and uh, uh, had Ramwick and, uh, and, a, and, a, and a massive haul at Caulfield as well. So um, I sometimes tell my track work riders, don't let this horse go a little too good a little too soon. And I woke up this morning hopeful that I haven't put myself in the same position in the lead up to the spring carnival. <laughs> yeah. But that's... Uh, but that's, uh, uh, th- that's um, that's amazing the day that Godolphin had yesterday and Eight a winners. wonderful wonderful yeah. reflection to the whole team. Eight winners across the board, four in stakes races. Um, and, you know, I know it's only early in spring, but that must give you and the stable a lot of confidence. You've got some really talented equine firepower to take on these bigger races coming up. Yeah, it gives us a lot of confidence and it speaks to the whole team that we've got, um, to the various sites around the country that uh, are pouring their best efforts in. I mean, you take our absolute figurehead horse at the moment, Animo, there's a, there's a, there's a wonderful example of that. He was conceived by being by a street boss out of Animato at Northwood Park. He was fouled down at Woodlands uh, across the border. Then he, was, then he was broken in at Kelvinside sent into Crown Lodge mm. uh, so you know, Victoria Appleby's Nassim Dilmi they've managed his early the early part of his education then sent down to Carbine Lodge and he's since been racing flipping between Carbine Lodge and Osborne Park um, in, his, in his preparations since then 
and uh, and you know that that speaks to the you know, we, I, we we talk about the team when we have success and how you know great credit needs to go to them. But isn't that interesting that the, mm. that horse's journey in his in his career so far um, for a champion horse to have been sort of had the had, had the fingerprints of all of our teams on him? Uh, it's really wonderful. Uh, but it's uh, but it's so important to be able to get the results that we got yesterday yeah. and the big build ups into those um, into those campaigns. It all comes from all the groundwork that's done by the staff who have a great passion for the horses. Uh, James, it may be a difficult question to answer, but is Animo the best horse you've trained? Well, I don't really like comparing them, and I haven't ever quite sat back and, um, and, and, and done that. Um, but, but he, he, look, he is, a, he, is a, he is a wonderful horse mm-hmm. and uh, a, very, a very rare horse, and we've been lucky enough to have um, plenty, plenty of good horses through our hands so far. Um, in what has been, you know, it takes a village to run a stable, doesn't it? You know, I had, uh, like last Saturday, I had my 12, 1200th winner as a horse trainer since I got my license in 2013. And I've got people with me now that were with me then. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's, re- that's a really, um, I think that's a really vital part of the success of any stable mm. is the, the people that, the people that help me run it. And, uh, and so when I think about who the best horses or, you know the fastest horses are the toughest horses. You know, there's you know, these horses have different characteristics. You can measure them differently. So I don't really like comparing them so much. But I do know that he's a he's a rare animal, and for the for the sake of Darley, he's a, he's a stallion prospect. So his future his future extends well beyond the racetrack, and uh, and it has the capacity to impact all our lives in the next twenty years, which is one of the great things about horse racing, and it's wonderful to train for breeders who who don't just who don't just breed to race they actually they actually race to breed yeah, yeah. and it and it and it, and it and it continues on and it provides a great hobby and the and, the, and perhaps the reason for the passion that designer sheikh muhammad has for racing his horses all around the world it's a really good point that for the next 20 years touchwood animo is going to be impacting your lives all going well either on the racetrack obviously and then in time at study so exciting speaking of exciting james the stable as you said had a terrific day yesterday four winners at caulfield including aft cabin in the the guineas prelude he's a serious colt yeah he's uh he's a he's a wonderful horse and He's by, he's by an interesting horse. He's by a homegrown stallion at Dahlia Stern, who is really on the march now. Yeah. Uh, we're going to run Golden Mile in the Golden Rose next Saturday, uh, who was a dominant winner of the Ming Dynasty, and he's putting his, he's putting his name on the map. Uh, but after Cabin, you know, Golden Mile's work rider was sharing a conversation with me yesterday morning about, you know, where I thought they lined up. And, uh, and I don't want to get too, too, too specific into con- comparing horses, but, but, uh, after Cabin's got something about him, he's got a wonderful economy of action. Uh, he's 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 class. He's got a classy look to him, and and uh, mm. and he's a really he's a really good-looking horse who um, who's you know hasn't seen a ceiling yet. Mm. And I think that the win yesterday puts him well and truly into the category of being the horse to beat for the Caulfield Guineas in three weeks. And uh, and that's and that's exciting being a being a son, being a son of a Stern who's um, who's you know who was a dominant Golden Rose winner and probably would have been hard to beat in a Caulfield Guineas had he had he lined up in it. So yeah. um, that's uh, that's that's good for business and uh, and it's a, and it's exciting to have 
a horse like After Cabin in his first preparation doing these, do, you know, putting up these sorts of performances with the promise of more to come. And just finally, James, you mentioned Golden Mile. The early betting for the Golden Rose has, um, in secret, your affiliate three fifty Golden Mile at five dollars. Is that about right? Uh, <laughs> do the ta- do they do the blokes at the TAB still work on weekends? <laughs> yes. I mean, I couldn't believe the price they put up some of those horses. Yeah, yeah. When, I, when I got to the enclosure, Allegron was twenty to one. I just couldn't yeah. believe it. That Derby but, form's held up, hasn't it? Yeah, it sure has. Yeah. I mean, and there were there were yeah, those. Allegron and Benno, they were there fighting it out the first three placings in the AJC Derby, and there they were again in the in the Kingston Town yesterday. So uh, it's, it sure has held up that Derby form. And uh, look, it's you know it's good it's good to be in the mix with those those horses. But um, but as far as the you know as, as far as your question goes about the Golden Rose, look, the filly comes from a much stronger form race in the Run to the Rose, and each and each and every year that's the that tends to be the race. It it, um, it will be interesting to see just how much he enjoys stepping to seven furlongs. But one thing you know is the Colt Golden Mile. He's already there at, at 1,400 metres and been very, very strong at the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and there'll be you know it'll be it'll be a great it'll be a great clash between those two, and it'll be great to see them come up against some of the other opposition that are that are milling around there. The Jack and O defeated Aft Cabin and the yep. McNeil mm-hmm. and and uh, and there's you know there's there's look there's there's good you know my my father's horse. It, She's extreme. Was yeah, it was very good on a bias track first up at Randwick two weeks ago. So that'll be it'll be very it'll be very good racing, and uh, and it's not to mention even the best of Bordeaux second place getter in the Slipper, whose whose run was was much better last time in the Run to the Rose. Yeah, no, it's going to be a great race. Hey, look, James, we've taken up too much time. I dare say your group's waiting to tee off. So hope you hit them well today, and congratulations on a fantastic day for the stable yesterday, and indeed the start of the spring so far for Godolphin. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Have a good day.